You're connected to Business Wrap, inspiring ideas that propel the business community forward. And now, our special edition of Crane's Detroit Business, Detroit Rising, with senior reporter Chad Livingood. Welcome, everyone, back to Detroit Rising. This is Chad Livingood, a senior reporter at Crane's Detroit Business. This is a weekly segment on Business Wrap and Crane'sDetroit.com that focuses on businesses in Detroit in this nascent revitalization. We're looking at people that are investing in companies and growing their workforce and uh, and their businesses here in the city of Detroit. This week, we are recording from the offices of Detroit Labs, a software development company, app, an app development company, right on Woodward Avenue in the heart of downtown Detroit. Uh, and my guest this week is Erica Langer. And Langerand, I'm sorry, uh, and uh, <laughs> Director of Training and Development uh, for, for Detroit Labs. So welcome to the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for having me. Um, and I apologize about your name. Um, <laughs> it's all right. So, so um, tell us a little bit about Detroit Labs. What is it that you all do here? Um, who, how many people work here? Uh, what, what kind of business is, uh, is operating in this in, this office here at 1520 uh, Woodward. Sure. So Detroit Labs is a company. We build beautiful, intuitive web and mobile applications, and we are seven years old. Uh, we were founded here in downtown Detroit in 2011. We now have 130 team members, um, approximately, growing every day. And, uh, and yeah, so we're based here in Detroit, and we also have teams that work embedded on our client sites as well. And, and what are who are some of uh, your clients that you've uh, made software and programs and apps for? Sure. So some of our big name clients that people will know um, include Domino's Pizza. Um, we built apps for them. We built the Jimmy John's apps. Uh, we built the DTE app. So if you've ever used the app on your phone, that was us. So a lot of local clients. So when people, uh, people go, you know, there's a big thunderstorm and, and, and they're, they go to the outage app, that was something that was made in Detroit. Sure was. Not something that's been outsourced or offshored. Um, and there's, uh, there's something special about having software that's, that's you know, been, been, been made for a company in Detroit that's servicing people in Detroit. Right? Yeah, we think so too. So tell us a little bit about uh, the, the the business now is uh, 160 employees. 130. Uh, 130. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and you got uh, 100 or so who are who are here in, mm-hmm. in the main office. Uh, uh, we're recording on a Friday; it's a little quieter. But <laughs> but this this seems like an operation where you guys are uh, can can make and build uh, software and probably do it at all hours of the day. Oh, yes. You actually picked maybe the quietest time of the entire week to come here. Actually, we're rapidly outgrowing this space. Uh, We moved in here uh, just about five years ago, and and now we are packed in so yeah. what has been the uh, what's been the main growth uh, where, where where are you finding success because obviously there people could take their you know app development uh, sure. offshore uh, for for cheaper labor sure. what's what is the what is it different that that's that's been happening here in Detroit uh, sure so I think the difference is is the way that we work with our clients um, people come back to us because the way that we work is very collaborative is very creative and um, we really try to understand the business need that a client is coming to us with and then and figure out how we can meet that need with the skills that we have. Um, we've built web apps, we've built mobile apps, we've done all kinds of you know creative, inventive hardware projects as well. Um, we really are, are problem solvers at the end of the day, and so the way that we usually do that is through an app, but we are open to whatever is going to meet our clients' needs. And Erica, talk a little bit about your background. How did you uh, come to work for Detroit Labs? Sure. And, um, and what what pathway, because in this <laughs> kind of conversation about uh, about uh, workforce and talent, um, 
sometimes it's kind of lost how people make their way um, up the ladder. Mm -hmm. uh, so t tell us a little about your story. Sure. So my pathway was a little bit convoluted. Um, I actually have an undergraduate degree in psychology and was moving on to graduate study. I uh, was working in mediation and was just finding that I wasn't as fulfilled as I hoped that I would be with that path and uh, decided that I was going to explore some other options, happened to stumble across MIT's open courseware program that had an intro to computer science course. And so I learned Python on my own on my laptop at night and very impulsively decided that I was going to become a software developer, uh, which actually worked out fantastically well. I spent the next year teaching myself, growing, learning my skills. Uh, I helped start the Detroit chapter of Girl Develop It here with Michelle Serbinovich, who's now at WDT. I... Uh, at, at our very first event, got a, a job with Pillar Technology, which is where I spent my first uh, my first year as a software developer. And then after a year with them, um, got the job at Detroit Labs and came over here as an iOS developer. Not not a normal uh, pathway to go from <laughs> psychology to, yeah. uh, to software development. <laughs> not even a little bit. Um, but increasingly, we have a lot of people coming into the industry from all sorts of paths. And I think that's actually a really cool and useful thing. Do you, do you think that there needs to be you know, some, some more emphasis on that in our education system that even if you've gone down this pathway, you can you can abandon that 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 um, uh, fine arts degree and, and get into <laughs> and to get into computer coding still. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think there's technology everywhere, and all kinds of people use technology. So we need all kinds of people to build technology with all kinds of backgrounds and expertise. So yeah, absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about Detroit Labs' uh, apprenticeship program that you all are launching. What's uh, what's that entail? So the apprenticeship program actually uh, is, is very close to my heart because I came in with my first job through an apprenticeship program and, and was basically taught all of my skills on the job. Our apprenticeship program came out of a struggle on our part to hire enough mobile software developers. We just couldn't hire fast enough to build all of the cool things that we were building. And so we thought, okay, if we can't hire developers, could we possibly grow our own? Uh, one of our co-founders had the idea that we could create this training program that would be about three months long. We would hire in people who had all of the skills that we look for, who are curious and, and determined and hard workers and love to learn. And they just wouldn't be software developers yet. And then over the course of those three months, we would train them to become developers. And then we would hire them full time to join our team if they were successful at the end of the program. Uh, so that's kind of the really quick overview. So they're 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 paid. Um, uh, they're they're not uh, considered a full time employee yet, but mm -hmm. uh, but they they're working in the same kind of capacity that you would if you were going uh, into uh, steel working um, sure. through an apprenticeship uh, pathway. Uh, is apprenticeships are they um, they common in software development? Uh, not the structure that we have. There are a lot of alternative learn-to-code pathways out there now. Their coding boot camps are probably the most common that people are going to be familiar with. But with that model, you pay tuition, and then you go to a program for three to six months, and, and you are trained to be a developer. In our case, we actually pay people. And that was an important aspect of the program for us because we want the program to be as accessible as possible because we want to be able to work with the widest group of people you know, as it's possible. So uh, it, it was important to us to make it manageable for somebody to not have to quit their job and come up with $10,000 and all these kinds of things to become a software developer. What are the, um, where, where are the pipelines that you're you know, reaching into to get people into, into the apprenticeship or, or where do you normally reach into to, to hire people here at Detroit Labs? 
we actually have done very little advertising for the program over the years. A lot of it has been by word of mouth. Uh, we now contact a lot of minority and tech organizations when we announce a program just because we're really interested in growing our diversity as a company. And so we, we reach out to those populations especially. Um, but typically we just, you know, we post on our Twitter and post on our blog. And, and we have a very large mailing list at this point that we've maintained over the years for the program. And so um, we get people from all walks of life, all experiences, all ages, all kinds of backgrounds. It's really interesting to see kind of who comes through the door during the application process. Are you are you getting pe- people that are coming to you for work? Are they are they are they Michigan residents? Are they people from out of state? Uh, what's the mixture of of, the, of them? Almost everybody that we get as an applicant is a Michigan resident. We get a few here and there who fly in for interviews from other state, but the vast majority are Michigan residents, and most of them are from the Metro Detroit area. Okay, so th- so they're they're learning about the company. They they want to be in on mm-hmm. working in downtown Detroit. Yes. There's a big attraction to that, isn't there? There is now. I don't know that there was the first time we did a program. <laughs> uh, you know, the first time it was kind of, oh, what's it like to work down here? What's it like to be down here? And of course, we love it. You know, we think it's fantastic. And so we we said that. And now people are coming in and going, I want to do this because I want to be in Detroit and I want to be part of Detroit and I want to I want to come down here. What do you what do you see as someone who's working in the city every day? What do you think is the sort of the next big challenge to get? Uh, to move this beyond uh, just this little core here um, in the city. I mean, that's what it is, right? Is there's been a stunning revival downtown, and so now it's moving that to all of the other, you know, 131 remaining miles of the city. There's there's a lot more of Detroit than just the downtown and midtown corridors, and I would love to see some of this revival extend out to the neighborhoods. In your industry, um, what's what's the next big thing you see that's happening? And and I mean, you are in software and app development. Um, does your company go get into uh, artificial intelligence as well at some point? Or? Uh, we haven't yet, but it's quite likely that we will because that seems to be the, the way things are going. So, you know, we we look at what happens in the industry and, and we're always growing our skills. We have a very strong teaching and learning culture here at Detroit Labs. And so um, people spend a lot of time hacking, learning new programming languages, learning new technologies. So we're always ready for whatever's coming next. Where do you um, uh, where do you see your personal growth in this company going? How, how does um, you know, do you see this as a, a long term career path uh, mm-hmm. of a job? Well, ironically enough, I started in psychology, left it, went to tech, and then sort of came back around to psychology because now my job is to coach and grow people. <laughs> uh, and for me, that's absolutely the most rewarding thing in the world. Um, I always you know, saw code and saw technology as a means to an end to solve problems for people. And so being able to train people to do that is the most rewarding thing in the world to me. And to that end, there's, there's, there's lots of linkages between what you do or what you, what you might be uh, trained in and mm-hmm. what you uh, could, could be retrained in and, and interested in. Absolutely. And I wouldn't be able to do the job that I have now if I didn't have the background that I did. And so it all kind of came full circle and made sense to me. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, this has been a really interesting conversation. Is there anything else you want to add about uh, about what Detroit Labs is doing uh, in, in the future? You are um, you, you are getting ready to, it sounds like, going to a third floor here in this building. Yes, and, we are. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, growing, expanding, um, reaching out to the community. We have a lot of community involvement with the company, um, doing more training programs, bringing more people into the industry. Well, thank you very much, uh, Erica, for uh, Langeran for for joining <laughs> us here today uh, on Detroit Rising. We uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks a lot for having me. I'm Chad Livingood from Crane's Detroit Business. You've been listening to Detroit Rising. Tune in next week and uh, continue to to uh, listen to our podcast on iTunes and Crane'sDetroit.com.